welcome you guys welcome to the mindset and manifestation podcast i am your host jahira and i will also be your voice of reason when you need it (laughs) um so this podcast i am creating because after being raised in philly going into the navy and now being outside of the navy there's so much that has changed in my life and i have gone through so many mindset shifts that I didn't even know I was manifesting the things that I wanted just by changing my mind. And so I know a lot of people talk about self-concept work and it's actually part of the guide that I created to help people manifest the things that they want. But it's not, it doesn't stop there, okay? Every day we make a conscious choice to work towards the things that we want. And sometimes when problems come our way, we are so quick to just be negative. And this podcast is all about combating that so that you can still attract all the things that you want, but you have to work on your mind first. Like your brain and your mind and your emotions are like your biggest assets when it comes to manifestation. And so I've been through the depression, I've been through anxiety, and so trust me guys, I am going to tell you guys all about it. And you guys are also going to learn in this journey about how to heal your mind and become a better person. Okay, so this podcast is not going to be about harping on your problems. It's not going to be about venting or sitting here like whining and feeling sorry about yourself. I'm sorry, but it's just not happening on this podcast. We're not going to sit here and go over how crazy our life is and just, no, we're we're not doing that, okay? Everything is energy and we are not putting energy into the negativity anymore. We are not spreading that at all. Absolutely not. Okay, so this podcast is really here to serve on how to overcome a lot of those obstacles that you may have on your day-to-day basis. Everything you do is a choice throughout your day. And so what I want my podcast to be for you guys is a place where you guys can come and actually listen on how to overcome major issues in your life. Whether it's divorce, whether it's, you know, you're living in the hood, whether you're dealing with a bully, whether you're dealing with, you know, just any situation, like, you have a choice from the moment you get up. You can choose to stay in bed all day. You can choose to get up and go to the gym. You can choose whether or not you want to go to church. You can choose whether or not you want to let a bully get to you or stand up for yourself. Every moment of every day is a choice. So this podcast hopefully for you is a podcast where you can come and listen to just me talk about things on how to be better and how to improve and hopefully motivate you guys to just go after whatever your dreams are (laughs) okay so today I want to talk about pivoting pivoting has been the theme of my life (laughs) and I know I don't want to talk a lot about the military but a lot of key points in my life that have taught me that pivoting is okay started in the military so a little background when I was 18 um actually this goes back to when I was 15 when I was 15 I really wanted to be a movie director and I saw that a lot of people that were movie directors or a lot of movies that I liked were actually books first so I was like okay I'm gonna write a book publish it hopefully it becomes a bestseller you know promote it do whatever I have to do hire a publishing company to take care of it, and then I'm going to come in somewhere in Hollywood to let me make it into a movie, and I will direct it. <laughs> this was me at 15. Um, I grew up in Philly, born and raised, so believe you me, I had no connections at all. <laughs> I did not know a thing about how to even get started. This was just one thing I saw that I was like, okay, so this has worked for other people, so I'm just going to do it like that too. 
nothing else I didn't know about networking I didn't know anything else right (laughs) that was it that was my plan so I remember writing this book and it was going to be about human trafficking and how this girl basically gets trafficked and she gets sold and she ends up escaping and she wants revenge and she wants to take those people out and she wants to rescue everyone else that um you know she was with and you know kidnapped with and so it's it's this really scary story in a way but it's action-packed and because I wanted to make action movies and the reason I chose human trafficking was to bring awareness to it and so anything that I did I knew that I always wanted it to have a hidden message a purpose a, you know bring awareness to a topic and then I turned 18 and I was like, oh, my, my family has no money, <laughs> no connections, and there's only, like, two Latinas I've ever seen on TV. Well, like, three. But, like, we're not going to talk about telenovelas because they didn't look like me either. Um, but all the ones that I saw in Hollywood, it just seemed like it was a lucky draw, right? So I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to struggle. I'm trying to prove myself and... I've already struggled, you know, our family struggled, so I was like, I want more for my life. So I went to college for a year, and then I was like, okay, well, I'm going to be a special agent now, so (laughs) Um, I went to college, and I was like, I don't know if I can get a top secret clearance, you know, I went on, you know, Google, I looked up everything there was to learn about how to become a special agent, from degrees that I should get, everything, and because my mom was an immigrant at the time, she was only a resident, she didn't have her citizenship yet, she does now, um, but at the time she didn't, so I didn't know if I would qualify for a top secret, at the time I didn't know anything, so I decided to join the military, and I joined the Navy, I was undesignated, so I worked with boats and mates, uh, for those who don't know anything about the Navy or boats and mates, <laughs> it was uh, their job to basically steer the ship, stand lookout, uh, call out anyone that falls overboard. The anchor, we we are also the ones that let it down. We also do unreps and RAS. So basically, we receive fuel from a destroyer, so basically like a smaller ship for the planes. We also receive cargo from them, and we're the ones handling all those major operations. So... I was undesignated, so I worked with them. And so, yeah, I got to drive an aircraft carrier. You know, I got to steer it. I got to work on those unwrap evolutions. I got to, you know, even be part of the anchor and watch it, you know, get let down into the ocean. So I got to be a part of a lot of those things. I mean, it was my job day to day. Anyways, I was going for an intel job because I was like, you know what, that'll get me there closer. And it, I have to get a clearance and blah, 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 right? So long story short, I couldn't get it. So I was in duck department for two and a half years, um, choosing to wait for, for that rate. And then long story short, I couldn't get it. It was a lot more than just test scores. It was like other factors into it. Um, like quotas were for my year group were closed. Um, a lot of you guys don't know what that means, and that's okay. Long story short, I just didn't qualify. I couldn't get that job. So I was like, okay, well, what's the next, what's the next step? You know, I started... Because there was no other game plan. I'm like, this is what I want. This is what I'm going for. The crazy thing is I prayed every night. I was like, God, if this is the plan you have for me, if this is what I meant to do, then I, I'm i going to get it. You know, I'm going to, I'm persistent. I'm going to wait on it. And um, doing that two and a half years in duck department is not the easiest thing to do. <laughs> um, 
you're already doing a job you don't like and especially me and i need to be mentally challenged day to day i'd like to be like i like having jobs that are more analytical that require me to think from different angles about different things so for me being in deck was just not the job for me it was just not it's not what I wanted because <laughs> you only drove the ship when you were out to sea. If we weren't out to sea, we were painting and needle gunning and painting and needle gunning and painting and needle gunning. Anyway, long story short, I did enjoy my time. I learned so much. I feel like it really built character in me. And especially it gave me a work ethic that I definitely didn't have before. And I thought about it and I was like, well, what's the next step? So I ended up getting an admin rate because I found out that they go everywhere. And I basically got into a three-letter agency in D.C. And that's where I spent my four years. And so I got the clearance. I, I'm here in these offices. And I'm like, this is just... I didn't realize um, very quickly on that it's just not what I wanted. And it's funny because when I got to shore duty, I made a friend. And we both loved fashion and photography and everything. He was more into fashion. I was more into photography. But I also admired fashion because it's a beautiful art that a lot of people don't really understand. Um, but yeah, so like I was literally more focused on photography than I was on making myself the best candidate to become a special agent. Like I bought a new camera. I started doing photo shoots with my friend. And I was looking on Instagram at all these Insta models and like all, all this stuff going on. I'm like, wow, like the world has changed since I left for the college, you know, like I actually have a chance now. It was such a surreal moment because I was still not sure if I should get out. Like I remember thinking, well, what if I get an assignment that's challenging enough? And so I went for that. I was like, I'm gonna go for an assignment that's challenging enough. And I did. And I was like, God, if I get this assignment during the tryouts, if they say that I'm in and I get it, then I know that that's where I'm supposed to be. I know I'm supposed to go to that assignment for another four years and still be in the Navy. But if I don't get it, that's my sign to get out of the Navy. And in my heart and in my mind, all I kept thinking was making movies and doing photography. And that's just like, even when I was there, they would ask me about my hobbies. I just, I would always talk about Netflix and photography. <laughs> and so I... I came to this point, you know, when they did, when they were like, you know what, I think it's, it's your time. I remember crying because I was like, I at least want the option. But I also remember an instant relief that I felt. And my mind was like, oh, thank God. And I was like, why did I think that? <laughs> and when I was talking to my friend, I'm like, that's it. That's my sign. And then, you know, Navy leadership isn't always the best. Um, majority of my friends have really bad leadership, like I did. Um... I was lucky my last two years and my chief finally retired because we dressed. I'm not a fan. I wasn't a fan. I've had good leadership and I've definitely had good leadership after her. So I, I know what's up. And I was a witness to things that, you know, really affected me mentally. And we'll talk about that and touch other points later on in other episodes. But for now, pivoting, that's what we're talking about. And so... I remember I was in there and I was driving home and I was like, I have to get out of the Navy. Like, this is just not for me anymore. It's not going to challenge me anymore. I've 
I feel like I have at this point, like if it's not this special assignment, then then I have to go. And I remember we had this guest speaker that came into our agency and he was a um, retired veteran. And at the end, I told him, I was like, I'm actually looking to get into film. And so what advice do you have? Like, you know, based off how you got started. And he said, you have to start connecting with those people. Look up the producers. Look up whoever's in the genre you want to work for. Do your research and start getting involved in that community. I was like, okay, so that's what I have to do. I have to start doing it. And so look at how God and the universe works, okay? When you have that deep desire and it is ingrained in your mind and you're like, I'm going to do this and you have an emotional attachment, guys, or like you just love it, it's like God, if you don't believe in God, the universe, okay, they are going to show you where you're supposed to be. And when that man said, go and start getting involved in that community, guess what happened? Two months after, right, um, I had gotten, someone from that special assignment reached out to me, and I finally, you know, thought long and hard, and I was like, I'm sorry, but it's, it's just not the right time for me. And she said, okay, I understand, have a good time, good, good day. And I was like, thank you, and I felt relieved. And then a month after that, this guy reaches out to me on Instagram and he's like, hey, I would like for you to audition for my short film. And I was like, what? I was like, me? Like, this guy doesn't even know me. <laughs> and I, he, we ended up becoming really good friends. He's actually someone that has taught me so much. And love him. He's great, super talented. And I remember um, I met up with him. Before we did this short film, which we actually never finished due to other, um, you know, things that came up, but we ended up doing this video, and my friend came with me because I was like, yo, I don't want to get kidnapped, I've actually never met this guy, <laughs> as safety first, people, safety first. So my friend comes with me, and there's actually other people, and I see him putting a camera on a gimbal. Now, at this point, I had never seen a gimbal in my life, and I was always wondering how people got smooth shots, Right? And I didn't know anything about editing. I was still, you know, I was still so, like, the, at this point, I had only done photography. But I loved videography, and I wanted to learn more. I was just intimidated, right? But, hey, a star is a star, right? We all start somewhere. And <laughs> I remember watching him, and I was like, that thing is so cool. What is it? I want one. And I remember talking to him, and I learned so much. Like, so much. And we did the video, and I was like, oh, my God, like, literally everything like and it was just a start but I was like this is a sign I took that as a major sign that I was supposed to go into film and I mean I had this passion when I was 15 and here I am as an adult again and this is where I keep coming back to and so I decided like after that sign I was like absolutely I'm going to dive into this more and so by the end of that year, it was 2020, I had bought this course to learn more about filmmaking and how to edit videos. And then the following year, I was like, I'm going to film school. And the reason why I chose film school, because you really don't have to go to film school to learn. Um, you can learn a lot of it on YouTube. But the reason I decided to go was because I wanted to get in to Hollywood or, you know, Tyler Perry Studios, whatever, right? I wanted to get in and I needed to know people to get in. If you don't know anyone, you know, you have to build a network, especially in this industry. 
So I decided to go to film school, especially one that was going to be very connected. And so I chose Full Sail. And it has been the best decision of my life. And also a humbling experience because I had no idea how mentally, like how much of an adjustment I was going to have to make when I got out. So like, you know, the last day of my Navy career was my first day in film school. And it's crazy how that works. (laughs) But I remember... I actually tried to go online to knock out some courses and they were like, oh, you're still a veteran, so you don't qualify for the Yellow Ribbon Program. And so I was like, oh, okay, so what does that mean? They're like, you have to pay $13,000. And I was like, absolutely not. When is the next day I can start (laughs) from when I separate? I'll become a veteran and get out the 28th of February. And they were like, oh, um, well, actually, we have a class that starts that day. And when we set it up, I was like, oh, my God. You know, I was talking to a admissions counselor. I literally hung up and I was afterwards, and I was like, my time is supposed to start when I am out. <laughs> Stop rushing it. It'll start exactly when it's supposed to start, and that chapter in my life is supposed to start when I get out. So let me not rush it. Let me enjoy this ride. Let me focus on other things, separate from the Navy, and do my thing. And that last year... <laughs> Oh my god, my last year in the Navy was also chaotic. But um, when I talk about that, I talk about pivoting. <laughs> and so I bring this up because oftentimes we think that something is not going our way. I remember when I didn't get that intel rate, I didn't, it didn't even hit me and I didn't even cry about it until one of the females in the birthing, which is uh, like our bedroom basically, which is a bunch of racks. It's uh, not a, not a, what are those called? Where's a bed stuck on top of the other bed? It's not a bunk bed. It's like a, a three bunk bed. It's like three beds, <laughs> one on top of the other. Um, but yeah, we call them racks. So we were literally in the birthing, and she goes, wow, like two and a half years. You must have cried when you realized you weren't going to get it. And I was like, no, actually, I haven't. And that's when, like, my eyes just, like, bawled, and, like, a river came down my face. And I really had worked and <laughs> waited And so not getting it at that time, yeah, it hurt and it stung. But in hindsight, looking back, I'm like, I had to go through that. I had to go through deck department and I had to have a job I hated so I would know how to work my butt off for a job I love. I had to go through that to build a work ethic. I had to go through that to build character. I had to go through that so I know how to work hard. I had to go through that and it wasn't just that I mean there's other things I learned I learned how to work with people that I didn't like I learned how to work with people and take orders even though I disagreed with the orders I still had to do my job like I learned so much and then by the time I got to deciding to even go into film it's like now that I'm in film school I appreciate it so much like The days where we have long production days and my feet hurt at the end of the day, I'm not even miserable about it. I'm like, oof, that felt good. Like, I'm so glad I got to do that. It's like this new perspective because I I now know that this is exactly where I'm supposed to be and this is exactly what I want to do. And so if you are currently in a position where you're like, oh my God, I want this so bad and it's just not working out for me, 
whatever it is, whether you didn't get accepted into the college you want, whether you didn't get that dream job you wanted, there is a reason, okay? There is a reason you didn't get it. And you're about to find out. But the thing is, you don't know what your purpose is and why you have to go through a situation until you have already gotten to your destination. Then you can look back and say, wow, this is why I was supposed to go through this. And so I'm very grateful for my experience. I'm very grateful for my journey because without it, I wouldn't be the person I am today. I wouldn't, I would have probably, had I probably gone to film school, I would probably be in so much debt. I would have probably given up because I would be like, well, I'm not going to find a job in this, whatever. I would have probably <laughs> let go of it and been so bitter and resentful because I didn't actually get to succeed in the field I wanted to. Now I have so much optimism and I'm just so ready to just go into the industry and learn and grow and just you know do something I actually love so if you are in a position where you're like I don't know why my marriage isn't working I don't know why I didn't get the job that I wanted there is something out there where you're supposed to be and if you don't know how to get there I promise you it's going to happen anyway so if you're also manifesting something for yourself don't overshoot it. Like you could say, I want this Tesla. Great. You want a Tesla. But start treating your car as if it was that Tesla already. Clean that car every day. Keep it spotless. Get new um, stunted stuff for it, right? Get it detailed. Start treating your current assets as if they were the expensive assets you already wanted or that you desire to have. Because in the end of the day, when we start doing that, you start to appreciate everything more and you start to think like, oh my God, my car is literally a Tesla. Like you start acting and you start really reassuring yourself that you are already in that place. When you tell yourself and you convince yourself you're already in that place, the universe has nothing else to do but get you there. And every action you take will also get you there. So don't give up, okay? Don't give up. Don't cry. If something didn't work out for you, then it wasn't meant to work out for you. There is something that you were saved from. You were saved from something. So be grateful. Be grateful that didn't work out for you. Be grateful that that is not your plan. Be grateful that you went through that experience and that you got an outcome that you didn't expect. Because guess what? (laughs) Maybe you were giving up on something else. Like when I didn't get that intel rate, guess what? I ended up coming back to the job I was supposed to have in the first place. I started going after my true passions. So don't give up and don't let yourself down. Learn to pivot, learn to look for the other route If you didn't make it to that dream job, guess what? Maybe you were missing something in that path. Or maybe there's a better path for you to take that's going to surpass that dream job. So, guys, don't second guess yourself. You know what you're doing. Your soul, your body, you know exactly what you want. And you will get there. So, in the end of the day, (laughs) if there's anything you learned from listening to this podcast is pivot 
And don't be afraid to take a different route in your life. In the end of the day, you only have one life to live and you deserve to have it be happy and you deserve to be happy and you deserve to have everything that you want in it. So go after it. Dream big. Like, if you want that test, get that test. If you want that dream job, maybe you create that dream job. Maybe you think and start living as if you already have it. And it'll come. It'll happen. And if it doesn't, just know that there was something else better for you. So that's all I have for you guys today. Stay tuned and click subscribe, guys. Please subscribe. I am new. This is a new channel. And I really will love feedback and to learn and know if you guys even want to listen to more of this. Thank you, guys.